You are listening to Natural Born Alchemist. Welcome to episode number 69 of the Natural Born Alchemist podcast. My name is Alex and I'll be your host. In this episode, my guest is Jan Ginon, who has dedicated his life to protect the sacred iboga plant from extinction. And now he has started a charity called Blessings of the Forest to do just that. And he runs this charity together with uh, former guest Ben Taylor, which you can check out in episode 7. I initially met Jan in Gabon when I did my iboga initiation and during that ceremony Jan's role was to keep the space clear of any disturbance which basically means if you behaved in an improper way he'd throw you out. So thanks for being on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Thank you to you to invite me. So tell the listeners a bit about what, what you do. You want to know what I do? Yeah, like uh, what's your, uh, what is important for you, what your, what your interests are? Um, what my interests are? My interest is about uh, uh, Iboga studies and protection in Gabon. Yes, that's right, because the Iboga plant in Gabon is in danger, right? And why is it in danger? Uh, Iboga, yes, Iboga is endangered in Gabon. It's endangered because of uh, many reasons. The international growing demand uh, is the first problem. A lot of people buy Iboga on internet. Uh, the second uh, reason is um, the fact that um, Gabonese people became um, uh, Christians. Uh, so they... they they stopped to practice booty and uh, so they stopped to plant iboga. The third uh, reason is because people now live in cities in Gabon. 80% of people live in the city. So they don't have land uh, to plant iboga for the traditional users. The fourth uh, reason is the... Um, uh, the, um, uh, the the reduce of the forest. You understand that? Yes, the, the cutting down of the forest. The cutting down of the forest, on the rainforest. The fifth reason is the climate change. Uh, the, a lot of problem of too much uh, uh, of higher temperature in Gabon and not enough uh, water. And Iboga uh, die uh, up to uh, a certain uh, temperature and die if it doesn't have... Uh, if it doesn't have enough water. The sixth uh, reason is um, the, 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 the poaching of uh, the poaching of elephant ivory. Elephants are and animals uh, like uh, buffaloes and monkeys, but mainly elephants because elephants are the, the, the first Iboga farmers, uh, farmers of the rainforest. And um, you know that people kill elephants for ivory, and each elephant killed is a uh, iboga planter uh, in less in the forest. So, so, oh, I didn't know that. So, you, you mean like the the elephant like shit and like it it uh, grows the plant, or how 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 does it make the plant? They eat the fruits and they and and they eat the fruits and in the shit they 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 grow the plants. 
they are not the only animals, but mainly elephants. Hmm, I didn't know that. That's very interesting. And, you know, like ivory, like one of those tusks on an elephant can be worth a million dollars. So so that's why they kill them. They're, they're greedy. <laughs> yeah. So now, yeah. So, yes. Maybe there is other things you don't know. I can tell you. Yes, it's possible. So elephants hit uh, iboga and also monkeys and also buffaloes and also uh, wild pigs. Yeah, and also uh, some birds. And uh, you and I, we both know why it's important that the iboga plant does not die. But for the listeners, why is it important that we protect uh, the iboga plant? But first, it's important because uh, it's the sacrament of uh, traditional um, uh, users in Gabon. It's the the main sacrament of uh, of Bouti tradition in Gabon. Uh, so that's the fair reason. It's the first uh, medicine of pygmies uh, and the first medicine of Gabonese uh, um, of Gabonese people. First, uh, second, because it's uh, a plant with protected as a cultural heritage in Gabon. Uh, and uh, also because of all the medical potential potential use of these plants, well, a lot of potential potential use, the old medical potential use. People used to know that it is the best medicine for opiate addictions, but there is also lots of other um, uses for other uh, sick. I don't know what to say for other malady sickness for other sickness. A lot of other uses that people don't know. And uh, but uh, that uh, some scientific knows like uh, Parkinson, Alzheimer, like uh, hepatitis, uh, like uh, neurodegenerative uh, problems, etc., etc. So yes, it's important for the uh, the pygmies, for the tradition of Gabon, and also for the for the medicine, and of course for the biodiversity. Can can the iboga plant grow as well in other countries, or or is the soil just perfect in Gabon? Yeah, the soil is perfect in Gabon. There is a lot of uh, specificities in the substrates of the soils. It's an endemic plant of the um, of the central Africa. Uh, it needs a lot of um, uh, minerals, special minerals in the, in the soil, and and and. Uh, um, uh, certain temperature, uh, some, I, I don't know to to say you. So it can grow in in, in Gabon and some country around Gabon. Um, but uh, uh, for 200 years, iboga is known uh, by Western world. Uh, they never succeed in growing iboga iboga elsewhere. Actually, there is um, uh, a plantation testes uh, in uh, Mexico, in Costa Rica, uh, in Brazil. Uh, in Mexico, the plantation is six years old, and actually they, tr- they are um, trying to make exam of the root bark to know if the alkaloids are the same. But iboga uh, is changing very quickly. Um, there is a lot of species of iboga. There is lethal species of iboga. And we are not sure that the species of iboga planting in other countries uh, has the same properties as iboga in Gabon. For sure, the best iboga, the, the best place for iboga to grow is in Gabon and not everywhere in Gabon, in um, in in, in uh, some areas, uh, special areas of Gabon. Because I, I heard a lot about this thing called ibogaine, but that's not like true iboga, is it? No, ibogaine is not iboga. It's a big mistake that people used to do. Ibogaine is an alkaloid 
that you can find in iboga, but you can you can also find this alkaloid in 80 other Apocinaceae plants. But the plant who has got the most, the biggest quantity of ibogain is iboga. And people used to um, mix iboga and ibogain, I don't know, to, to, uh, to, to do not make the difference between the two. And it's a big problem for iboga. A big problem for iboga. Ibogain is one of the th one of of the alkaloids that iboga contains, and not the only one. Because actually, what 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 uh, what happens? Uh, uh, um, ibogain uh, uh, ibogain providers, uh, mainly clinics for opiate detox, are looking for ibogain, so they order iboga on the internet, and then. They extract ibogaine from iboga and they don't use the other alkaloids. They kill the plants just for one alkaloid without any consideration uh, for the other alkaloids who are very necessary too. And I try, I fight uh, against these people. I spread the world to ask them to use other plants, other apocinaceae, who are more easy to grow and who, who, who that contains also ibogaine. The problem is that the other apocinaceae, even if it grows easily, um, uh, do not contain uh, um, enough ibogaine for the uh, ibogaine providers, and the the the, the extraction uh, uh, procedure, the extraction procedure, we can say, the extraction process uh, is um, is the is uh, most expensive and long with the other apocinaceae than with iboga. So they prefer using iboga, even if it's endangered. They don't care. So it's the greed, the normal problem. Sorry. So it's the greed, the the normal problem we always have. That's the problem. Yes, the greed is the is the main problem. Yes, business interest. Yes, mm. and selfish. You know, yeah, it's one of the problem. There is a lot of of other problem with this plant. You know, the fact that people using uh, people think that using this plant is easy. They do not respect traditional users, and they think it's easy to use this plant. So there is more and more accident around the world. And iboga becomes uh, a prohibited uh, countries after countries because people think it's easy to heal with that. They do not uh, consider uh, the, 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 the traditional knowledges around this plant. And um, we, we have to know that uh, iboga uh, is now protected by Nagoya Protocol. That is an international uh, protocol that uh, Gabon was the first country in the world who signed it, who, who, who prohibited People, uh, countries who sign this protocol to use this plant uh, without the, um, uh, the integration of the traditional use. People do not do not consider the traditional use. They think it's just African, so it's easy to it's easy to do. You know, it's like uh, like uh, racism. They think that uh, uh, Westerners used to think that it's easy to use, it's easy to to work with, and and uh, uh, in Gabon. To work with iboga, to have the right to heal with iboga, it takes 10 to 15 years to study. But Westerners, they come to Gabon, and in three weeks, they think they know everything about iboga and start to make treatment with that. And we have more an accident and more and more accidents, and then iboga become, become prohibited. Yeah, I've studied most psychedelics, and I think iboga is the one that, from my opinion, is the most dangerous to use if you don't know what you're doing. So I think it's very important to have some sort of experienced person giving it to you and not some amateur. So what can what can be done to stop uh, this destruction of the iboga plant? But what what tactics? But first, the, the first thing to do is to plant in Gabon. 
So that's the project I'm working on. You know, I've raised a, a social enterprise in England. That's why I'm actually in England. I've raised a social enterprise called Blessings of the Forest. You, you can find the beginning of the website uh, on the internet. It's www.blessingsoftheforest.org. So which we are working on a fundraising campaign uh, to, to raise money to Plenty Boga in Gabon, uh, in the National Park, uh, in partnership with the uh, Culture Ministry and with National Park and with the uh, traditional elders of Gabon. So that the first thing needs to be done is to plant Iboga, uh, a lot of Iboga. That's the first thing needs to be done. The second thing needs to be done is to spread, spread the world uh, around, uh, sp sp spread the world around the world uh, to tell people do not uh, buy Iboga on the internet without verifying the source of the plants because 90% of Iboga we sold on the internet comes from poachers from uh, illegal uh, um, uh, business without any sa sanitary certificate. Uh, it's, uh, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, it's, um, uh, buying Iboga on the internet is just uh, working with poachers, with elephant uh, ivory poachers. It's just working with people who, who, who greed uh, local uh, uh, users. Uh, and it's also very dangerous because you can verify the quality of the plant. The plant uh, uh, sold on the internet used to be mixed with uh, um, uh, dangerous other plants. Uh, and uh, there is more and more accidents because, you know, people... Uh, now Iboga is very expensive. It's free to sometimes 20 euros a gram on the internet. So people mix Iboga with some other plants with uh, the part of Iboga that is not used to uh, have the biggest quantity and make more money. So uh, spreading the word about not buying Iboga on the internet. And uh, then trying to convince Ibogain providers to stop to use Iboga uh, to make Ibogain and to use other Apocinaceae like uh, Voakanga uh, mainly uh, to extract uh, Ibogain because Voakanga is easy to, 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 to grow. It can grow in a lot of country. Uh, of course, there is not a lot of ibogaine in Voakanga, and it's, it, it, it needs a heavy process for extraction, but it's the only solution to provide ibogaine to all people who need it around the, the, the world. Just to remember people who listen this uh, uh, this podcast that there is 160 million opiate addicts in the world. Um, now, most, most of them are aware uh, about uh, the, um, the potential of ibogaine, but we can't provide ibogaine uh, from Iboga to all these uh, um, all these people. It's totally impossible. Iboga, uh, Gabon is half the size of France. If we have to provide one tree per opiate addict, that's the general um, quantity uh, we need for an opiate addict to heal him and to continue his, his healing after the main healing. Uh, we need the third. Uh, size of Gabon uh, with only Iboga planted on it uh, to provide uh, the, uh, enough uh, Iboga or Ibogaine for this uh, opiate addict around the world. So it's impossible. Impossible. They have to plant in other countries and, the, and if they can't grow Iboga in other countries, they have to plant Voakanga uh, for, uh, I, uh, for detox. So that's the thing we, we, we have to do. And uh, try, try tracking uh, uh, on internet uh, uh, iboga um, 
uh, Iboga uh, providers that do not uh, verify their source and who work with uh, poachers. So, so you can grow real Iboga plants in Europe, but it's just just more difficult. Yeah, I don't know. Do do you have a proof of someone who already succeeded in growing iboga in uh, in in Europe? No. <laughs> okay, so once you will have a proof of someone who who, who succeeded in it, uh, you tell me, and you you then you will be able to say that it's possible. For the moment, in two hundred years, nobody succeeded in in uh, in growing iboga uh, out of uh, in in Europe. Nobody succeeded. A lot of people tried. Huh? You know that the ground in Gabon is red. That means it has a lot of iron. So maybe if you like put lots and lots of iron into the soil in Europe, maybe you know imitate Gabon. <laughs> okay, it's not just a question of iron. It's a question also of biodiversity. It's a question of uh, climate. It's a question of acidity. It's a question of salt. A question of sand. A question of density of the of of the soil, a question of insects who, who transport um, minerals uh, from the rainforest. It's a question of, of um, uh, yeah, many, many things. Iboga needs to grow under the rainforest, mm. near the sea, on a sandy and iron soil, and needs some special insects around it, special hands uh, to, 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 make, uh, to dig hole in the soil, to make the soil breathe, to, to have uh, stronger roots. There's a lot of uh, stuff. It's not just a question of iron. Yeah, it's a child of the of the forest, I guess. But you, but you know that yellow fruit that's on the iboga plant. Is that any use of for that? Can you eat eat it, or is it some properties medicine? The actual fruit. Uh, there is alkaloids in the fruits uh, with proper with medicine properties, but it's not used in Gabon. Uh, nobody eat it. Eat, eat, eat the fruits. Excepting the, the animals, in Gabon we use the root bark, the the, the 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 root bark. We don't use the fruits. I've already seen someone uh, eating the fruits, uh, but it's uh, uh, no no ibogain uh, in the fruits, so no psychoactive effect. And you uh, you try to to save the iboga plant because you yourself has worked with it for so many years and it, it has uh, like changed your life? The reason uh, because I, I protect iboga, yes, of course, it changed my life uh, when I discovered iboga in 2004. And also because um, I became Gabonese. Now I have uh, 10 years in Gabon. And, uh, and uh, I know the importance of iboga in the traditional use uh, <clears throat> and for the country. <clears throat> and I start to work with Professor Gassita, who is the, the, the world father on Iboga research. He's my adoptive father. And I decided to continue the, the, the work with him. And then I met the authorities. I met the president of Gabon and the different ministers concerned uh, about Iboga. And they gave me a mandate uh, to work on Iboga protection. So I do... Uh, I do I do what my heart and what the authorities ask me to do. Does it look uh, hopeful in the future for the iboga plant or, or does it look dark? Uh, honestly, I, I, I can't answer you easily to these questions. Uh, naturally, I will tell you that it looks dark because I used to meet uh, iboga and ibogaine providers 
I've seen I've seen them uh, during the GITA conference, the Global Ibogaine Therapist Alliance conference in South Africa. I've met most of the ibogaine providers, and they don't care about sustainable and fair uh, iboga. They don't really care. They don't care. They just want to make profits, <coughs> and they never stop to order iboga <coughs> to um, uh, to poachers on the internet. Uh, I go to Mexico soon for the, the, the another ibogaine uh, conference with the Gita in Mexico. I will try to spread the word again. But after the Gita conference in South Africa, I, I, I received no help, no donations. A lot of people told me during the conference, oh, we're going to help you, we're going to send you money, we're going to help you to plant. Nothing's happened. I just received a $100 a check from a whole Jewish in, uh, in New York uh, uh, from a China a Chinese bank, <coughs> I was never able to to touch this money. So um, I see that most and most uh, uh, people sell iboga on the internet. I see a lot of clinics that opens. I see a lot of advertising uh, around iboga on the internet. A lot of uh, a group on Facebook talking about iboga. Oh, let's eat all iboga. Everybody has to eat iboga, etc. But nobody plans. There is uh, maybe, <clears throat> I don't know, there is, uh, there is hundreds and hundreds of people <coughs> who use Iboga, who, who have clinics or detox center who work with Iboga. And uh, I, know, <coughs> I know just three uh, Iboga plantation projects in Gabon. And the biggest is 750 trees. So me, I try to make a 10,000 uh, trees is a plantation project. But if you consider that we need one tree per opiate addict, well, there is 160 million opiate addicts. As I said, just talking about this uh, sickness, I don't talk about the other use of iboga. So uh, I'm totally under the um, amount of iboga needed uh, in the next years uh, to provide enough iboga to everybody. So it seems that iboga is like most of natural resources on the earth. It will disappear. So for me, what is important is to uh, plant iboga in Gabon, in the national park, to protect it, to protect it, to make a reserve for traditional use, to continue the studies because most of the, the uh, uh, most of the studies are, are are not good because they made studies on different uh, iboga species, so the results are not the same. And I try so to to continue the studies about how to grow iboga, about the different species about what Iboga needs to grow well, yes. And then I hope uh, with this uh, Iboga plantation project to be able to provide maybe in five or six years or, or five years to provide seeds and knowledge uh, for plantation projects uh, in Gabon, in Africa and around the world. So that's my goal with Blessings of the Forest. Cool. So say that website again. Blessingsoftheforest.org Everything attached. Blessings, B L E double S E N G S O O F T H E F O R E A S T dot org. Cool. I will also put that link in the program notes of this episode so people can just click on it and go straight there. Uh, also, I can suggest that like it should be good also if like m more people go to Gabon and see for themselves because i think if you once you go to gabon and you see it you will have more appreciation for it at least normal people maybe not these uh, 
providers of, of Ibogaine, but normal people. Yeah, people have to go to Gabon, but people are afraid to go to Gabon. Uh, you know, it's Africa and uh, Gabon is not well known. People are afraid about mosquitoes and, and uh, malaria and war and so on. So people do not go in Gabon easily. Also, Gabon is very expensive. Uh, plane tickets are very expensive and life is very expensive in Gabon. So people uh, don't really easily offer themselves uh, a plane ticket to go there. Most of Iboga users are, are um, English uh, spoken people. And uh, in Gabon, they talk French. So um, English-spoken people are not really interested in working with Gabon because of the uh, because of the language. They want to work in Ghana. They want to work in African countries who talks uh, English. Most of uh, uh, providers contact me uh, to start Ibogaine uh, to start Iboga project in English-spoken African country. They do not care about Gabon. Mm. They do not care about Gabon. They do not care about Africa. They care about profit. Of course, there is people in there is people who care about Gabon. There is some. I don't tell that every people do not care about Gabon, but I say that most of people do not care about Gabon. They just care about saving the humanity, saving the opiate addicts, a lot of blah blah like this. But uh, they look at the Westerners' needs. They do not look about Gabonese needs. But also, what people have to realize, I think, is that the actual iboga ceremony and the, the traditional way to do it it's not even in french it's in a completely <laughs> different language you know like yeah um, and you know there is not only pygmy who practice booty in gabon most of the ethnic group uh, practice booty and they all talk french uh, maybe pygmies do not talk very well french but all the tribe in gabon talks french french is a common languages of gabon so it's not a problem and you know Uh, the language the language is not so a problem because when you come for uh, iboga initiation you don't have to talk a lot with people it's a inner um, uh, it's an inner trip an inner uh, journey uh, it's a, uh, you you do you, you don't have you don't need so much to talk i know i know a lot of people including my partner uh, david nasim uh, who is the co-director of blessing of the forest just uh, he, he just arrived uh, to sit uh, next to me now to help me to translate in english He do not talk a word in French. He came to Gabon to be initiated, and he perfectly uh, succeeded in his, his initiation, even with no not speaking French well. You know. Also, I can say that I've been in the north of Paris. You know, the suburbs north of Paris, and, and I was more afraid there than I was ever in Gabon. So for me, it was much more dangerous in Paris. I agree know. with you totally. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. So, well, thank you a lot for taking the time to talk to me and uh, I hope it goes well with your fundraising. Yeah, the website is not ready yet because um, you, we don't have uh, a lot of finances for the moment to finance the website, the hack content, the creation of the company, the logo, everything. But uh, slowly, slowly it will come. I will be in Mexico the 12th uh, of March uh, to meet again. Uh, the providers and to try to spread the world about um, about uh, the situation of Iboga in Gabon and and try to to receive help. Uh, Blessing of the Forest project is a, a public project, a non-benefit uh, um, uh, project. Uh, it will be done in the in the in the national park for the benefits of uh, of um, traditional um, uh, uh, of uh, local traditional people. You know, so yes, I hope that it will work.
because the situation is really increasing badly in uh, in, uh, in 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 um, in 15 years iboga prices have have, have incre increased 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 uh, 1000% uh, so now Gabonese people can afford themselves easily iboga and I, I used to see this last year's uh, ceremonies without iboga because iboga is too hard to find and too expensive to buy on the market and sometimes there is no iboga on the market because westerners just just came a few days before to buy all iboga to sell it on the internet <laughs> so me i will go back to gabon after mexican uh, conference to continue to spread the word uh, in the different village in Gabon uh, to convince them to plant. But it's not easy because the process to plant Iboga is long. It's five years uh, minimum to, to grow Iboga. And Gabonese actually are not really able uh, to project themselves on five years. Uh, for them, it's too far. The political and social, economical uh, situation in Gabon actually is very bad. People are uh, very poor. And there are very there are a lot of difficulties on uh, on thinking about the uh, thinking about the future, and also they don't uh, know the situation uh, on iboga in Gabon easily. They know that iboga is become endangered, but they they don't really know why. I I've made a report for the president in 2012. My report was adapted for a TV show, uh, a 27 minutes TV show. Uh, who was diffused uh, on the main uh, TV channel in Gabon uh, for weeks to spread the world, um, the, uh, to spread the world, uh, um, uh, to, 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 to tell, to, uh, to say, to spread the world uh, uh, with, uh, um, uh, with the population uh, about the situation. But not many people have seen that. And also Iboga in Gabon is sacred. Uh, people um, don't talk easily about Iboga and uh, they don't want to make business with Iboga. They just use Iboga for themselves. Uh, they don't want to make business with that. It's not in the mentality yet. You know? For them, Iboga can't be sold. It's impossible. You eat Iboga if you want to be initiated to Buiti. It's not, uh, it's not uh, permitted in the traditional use uh, to... Uh, to give Iboga to someone who is not initiated. You have to be initiated first. So it's not in the mentality to grow Iboga for business. It's just uh, people like you and me, maybe we think about that. Uh, but uh, them, they don't think about that. Mm. It's uh, Cameroonian uh, people who, who think about that. Today, most of the Iboga business is done by Cameroonian uh, who, who enter in Gabon illegally. Uh, to uh, buy all Iboga they find, and then they, f they sell Iboga from Cameroon on internet, saying that it's Iboga from Cameroon, but it's not true. Most of the rainforest from the south of uh, Cameroon has disappeared, and, uh, and uh, they do not uh, grow Iboga. Uh, Iboga uh, arrived in, in Cameroon very, very recently. They know Iboga for not many years. And they start to plant. Yes, I know that people start to, to, to do Iboga plantation in Cameroon, but not big Iboga plantation. And the, the, the needs, the demands on Iboga internet is really, really so much important that any plantation project that exists uh, today on the world, for sure. So what can people who listen do to help? Like they can give money to, to blessings of the forest, but what, anything else they can do? The, the first thing that people have to do is not buying Iboga on the internet for the moment. 
if they find uh, a providers that can give a sanitary certificate and can guarantee that iboga that they that they sell comes from a private plantation, uh, okay. But if the providers can't uh, prove that it comes from a private plantation and you can't give a, a, a sanitary certificate, people do not have to buy iboga on the internet. It's dangerous, it's illegal, and also it's not a good services for um, the, the, the pygmies and for the, the, the traditional use in Gabon and around the world. So that's the first thing that people have to do. The second thing that people have to do is to encourage plantation projects. Today, Blessing of the Forest have a plantation project. I hope that uh, later they will have other plantation projects because I don't want to be, we don't want to be the only one. We are not enough big to provide uh, Iboga for everyone and we don't want to provide Iboga for everyone. We want for the moment to protect Iboga for traditional use in Gabon. We are not able to provide, to, to invest in a plantation project and um, big to provide iboga for for all the world. So uh, let's encourage other plantation projects. If people can't grow, uh, find how to grow iboga in other country, it's a good news. But they will have to find seeds. That's the problem. For example, Brazilian people contact me uh, during the last conference and after the conference of Gita. They uh, they, they tell me, oh, we want to grow iboga on the 100 hectare lens. So, but okay, right, but they, they don't have seeds. And if they want seeds to plant Iboga, they will look for seeds in Gabon. And if they take all the seeds in Gabon, Gabon will not be able to, to, to run a plantation projects. Seeds become endangered too. So actually, um, it's a very difficult uh, uh, situation. We have to raise, uh, we have to start a first plantation project with a big um, uh, nursery and then uh, two years or three years after the, the, the trees will be able to provide seeds and then we will be able to provide uh, seeds for the plantation project with the right knowledges to explain people how to grow it. So yes, uh, if people can help us in this project, we're going to be very great, grateful and very transparent about um, uh, the, the way we're going to use the money and uh, about the, 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 the way the project is going on. Cool. Thanks a lot for, for taking the time to talk to me. Thank you to, to you, bro. Thank you to give me the, the opportunity uh, to spread the word about, uh, about the situation. Uh, I have a, a Facebook uh, private group called Iboga Watch. Uh, people can uh, register to this group. There is a lot of information uh, around Iboga, about traditional use, about scientific last researches, about uh, articles about the, 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 the plants. So in this group, they can register or they can contact me. Um, uh, uh, I'm on Facebook. My name on Facebook is Yann, uh, Y-A-N-N-G-I-L, N-G-I-L. And uh, I, can, uh, I can give the link uh, to this group to receive uh, news about uh, about the plants. Uh, there is quite daily news or weekly news about the plants. Go to blessingsoftheforest.org to find out more. I will also post links to the Facebook pages Jan mentioned in the program notes on naturalbornalchemist.com. To close this episode, we are going to listen to a track called Doubling Up from an album called Gabon People that Ben provided me with. 
And Ben you can check out in episode 7, like I mentioned earlier, where he talks about Bewiti and Iboga. Freedom is in the mind.